Hello, hello. Welcome to the Positively Fit Podcast. If you're new to the podcast and if you're not new to the podcast, welcome back. This is Coach Emily and today I'm going to be talking all about if you think you plateaued, right? Sometimes, most of times, I would say all of us typically have a spot in our fitness journey and if you haven't yet, you're going to start to doubt yourself and think, you know, like, have I really plateaued? Am I plateauing? You know, you feel like you stop seeing results. You aren't feeling your best. Maybe your body isn't making as much progress as it was prior to. So during this podcast, I am going to be giving you some tips and some insights to if you think you plateaued and trying to guide you a little bit um, into your fitness journey of identifying where you might be slacking and how to improve those areas. So the first thing I want us to think about is nutrition. Nutrition is a huge part of our fitness journey, okay? It is just important, if not even more important, than exercising. So the first thing I want us to think about is, do you really know how much you're eating? You could very well be under eating, overeating, or a mixture of both. So what I really want you to do is track your food. Track your food. And by that, I mean track your macronutrients. In a few minutes, I'm going to be going into a little bit about tracking calories. I would much rather you track your macronutrients to ensure that you're getting the proper amount of each nutrient. Okay, everybody has a particular balance that they need to be consuming on a daily basis. And you need to make sure that you're being consistent with this intake. So that's the first thing is really asking yourself, do you really know what you're eating? Does a tablespoon of peanut butter really mean a tablespoon of peanut butter? I've said that a million times. And the same thing with like oil. Do you know how much oil you're consuming? Extra virgin olive oil when you're cooking. One teaspoon or tablespoon of that, I believe, is 14 grams of fat. That's a lot of fat. So if you're cooking that within like three meals, two meals would be 30 grams of fat. Holy cow. Like that's a lot, guys. That's something to think about. So I definitely would recommend you tracking your macronutrients and ensuring that you're getting just enough of each macro. And another thing to think about is when you're consistently eating. So a few minutes ago, I said, make sure you're getting that consistent amount. You're consistently eating this amount, right? So that means if you are starting to track and keep with it for a few days and then you stop, Maybe you're keeping with it for a week or two and then you stop and then you end up really overeating or binging or whatever it is. Or maybe you're not eating nearly as much. Maybe you're not eating nearly as much one of the macronutrients. Starting and stopping is just going to create very inconsistent amounts of food and energy source for our bodies. Our bodies are going to get very confused and it's going to start storing the foods that we're getting as fat because it thinks it's not going to get it anymore. It's typically, essentially, it is going to slow down your metabolic rate. And this is going into the topic of tracking calories. If you're tracking calories, all you know is that you're getting a certain amount of calories. You have no idea 
if you're getting a certain amount of macronutrients and what type of nutrients and if you're getting the proper amounts of each macronutrients for your body. So the thing is, is if you're tracking calories, you could be getting all those calories from protein. You could be getting all those calories from just carbs or just fats and carbs or just protein and fats. And it is very important to make sure that you, you don't go into a nutrient deficiency because long-term that can cause thyroid issues, digestive issues, a lot of issues, and ultimately weight gain. Because if you're depriving yourself from a nutrient and you start eating it again later, guess what? It's going to lead to weight gain. Also, something to keep in mind too is if you go into a nutrient deficiency with carbs, so low-carb diets can essentially be very dangerous for us. Um, it is the number one cause to high hyperthyroidism. And it can actually create nutrient deficiency. And typically, as a woman, you know, when you're tracking calories or you go on a really low-carb diet and then all of a sudden, like, those cravings kick in for some cake or fries or those fast-acting yummy foods, and that's because you've been depriving your body of it. And a chemical goes off in your brain and tells you, oh my gosh, I need this right now. I need this, like, energy, and you're just going to go crazy with it. So ultimately, tracking calories does lead to weight gain. Um, a high percentage of women and men who do track calories ended up gaining all of the weight back and more. Yes, that is proven. So if you do track your food, this is the next topic, because if you do track your food and you've been doing this for a while and you feel like you plateaued or you stopped seeing as much results, there is a reason behind that. And typically the reason behind that is that you're not eating enough or you're eating too much for your body or you could be tracking the same amounts of food or eating the same amounts of food for such a long period of time that it needs to be adjusted properly. This should be done based on your hunger levels, intensity of training, activity levels, where your body's at. So something to keep in mind too is like, your body is always going to be changing. Our bodies are always going to be changing seasons of life through, I mean, your metabolic rate as it raises. A calorie deficit is not going to look the same for you as it did last year, right? And I've personally experienced this um, and recently hired a coach myself because I felt like I needed a little bit more insight about where my body's at. So that is definitely something to think of is that it does need to be adjusted properly based on what your current lifestyle is like right now and where your body's at in your fitness journey. Now, another thing to think about is are you restricting yourself? Okay, girls, I want you to be serious. I want you to be honest with yourself. Are you restricting yourself and binging on weekends or nights? Because this is a huge part of the issue that I see with most women when they come to me and tell me that they stopped seeing progress, they're really upset with themselves, or either they've gained weight instead of lose weight and they're eating really low caloric deficits. Typically, it's because they've been depriving themselves and then they allow fun foods or carbs or fats or whatever it is on the weekends or nights after they've been restricting all week. And guys, this is something that it, it has to stop. It has to stop. You've got to come to realization with it. So be honest with yourself and answer that question right now and reflect on that. 
like I said earlier, consistency is key with the intake of food. Making sure that you're properly fueling your food consistently. Now, I want us to hone in on that word, consistency. Consistency, right? So I feel like that's just thrown around all the time, but guys, it is just so true. So think about it this way. We just talked about like restricting yourself, binging on weekends or nights. Now, if you do that consistently over time, remember what we talked about earlier, that will cause gateway. So that toxic, toxic cycle of restriction and binging will then lead to a decrease in your metabolic rate, weight gain, and fat storage. So no tricking your body, okay? No restriction. 80-20 rule always. Does anybody know what that really means? 80-20 rule is 80% of nutrient-dense foods and then 20% of less nutrient-dense foods, like the fun foods, maybe a slice of cake, maybe some Cheez-Its, Pringles, fries. Are you hungry yet? (laughs) So that means three to four meals out of the week. Stay away from cheat days, okay? That's another thing is if you're having a cheat day or cheat days, girl, don't do that. Do not do that. There's no need for that because you've got it in your mind that you only have that one day, so you have to eat all that food. You got to eat the donuts, the pie, the pancakes. No cheat days. Just treat meals. Enjoying a relaxed meal, fun foods, whatever you want to call it. Um, that is actually going to help optimize your results. That's a whole nother topic, but that is just a fun fact for you. Now, the next thing I want you to think about is remember what we talked about when I said eating the same or keeping your nutrition the same for a long period of time, your body changes, maybe your routine changes, your regimen changes, your metabolic rate is going to rise, right? So it needs to be adjusted properly, but you do need to be on a caloric deficit to lose weight. Scientifically, you seriously, seriously, you have to do that, okay? In order to drop fat, a caloric deficit, you do need to lose weight. That does not mean that you need to be eating 1,200, 1,100 calories a day, okay? Caloric deficit does not need to be that low. That's a little extreme. And then in order to bulk or gain muscle or gain that excess fat that you need, maybe you're going through a growing phase, maybe you want to grow the booty, you do need to be on a caloric surplus, meaning that you're you're eating more, you're really, really fueling that body, okay? Um, so don't please just hire a professional. Please don't eat 1,200 calories a day. Like I said, caloric deficit is going to look different for everybody. But another thing to think about is if you do try to alter your nutrition, you do need to make sure that you are not adding too fast. So adding too much amount of foods too fast over a consistent amount of time, because once again, it might be doing the opposite of what you want it to do. So if you're not trying to go through a growing phase, that is going to cause a growing phase, okay? So you might gain a little bit of excess fat that you didn't particularly want. And then if you're taking away too fast, you might lose that weight super quickly, right? But your energy is going to go down. You are actually going to plateau, Um, And you're not going to have anywhere to go because your food is already so low. So there's no other way to go but up. And you're really, you could really damage your your metabolic um, rate by doing that as well. So your metabolism, you could really 
I wouldn't say ruined because a metabolic rate is never broken. You can always, you know, nourish it and nourish it back to life. But that is something to keep in mind is that's defeating the purpose. You don't want to go on a super low caloric deficit all of a sudden. Um, I've seen coaches or quote unquote trainers give someone like super low caloric deficits um, in the beginning of their training phase and it hasn't been adjusted over time and that person loses a bunch of weight but then they end up low energy fatigue they're super hungry so you do need to make sure that you're listening to your body you're listening to your hunger cues and guys patience okay patience is a virtue in fitness journeys okay so it takes more patience than hard work it seriously does and that is the honest truth so be patient don't get mad with your body or frustrated with your body your body is responding the way that it is for a reason and we have to listen to it and understand it in order to grow from it right now the last thing that i want us to talk about is training okay Now, we've talked a lot about nutrition. That is a huge part of our fitness journeys, but training, okay? Make it count. When you are in the gym getting your workouts in, or if you're at home or in the park or wherever you do your workouts, make it count. Be present in that moment, okay? If you've been wondering why you're plateauing and you've been doing the same workout routine for the past month, or I'm talking about month, I guess it would be like two, three months, um, maybe a little over a month, then that's why if you haven't been challenging yourself with weights, with reps or um, resistance during your training, you need to stop lollygagging around, you stop half-assing workouts and really challenge yourself. Now, don't go crazy and actually break a leg, okay? But pick it up the pace a little bit. So if maybe just adding in one extra cardio session of 10 minutes of walking or an incline on the treadmill or stairmaster could definitely do it for you. you might see progress within a week or two so it's really just about altering and challenging your workout regimen so I suggest that you do challenge yourself, whatever that looks like for you, during your workouts, pushing yourself a little bit each time, maybe upping the weights, maybe like two pounds every week or two, or doing an extra rep than you did last week with the workout, or hitting one PR weekly or bi-weekly, like really, really setting that goal for yourself and challenging yourself and honing in on that. And lastly, my biggest suggestion for you is if you feel like you plateau and you've tried everything in the books and you are just downright confused and you have no idea which way to turn, finding a coach, someone who is going to teach you is essential. It's crucial. Anybody can tell you what and how to do something, but until you have that person that's going to explain to you why And really helping you with the personalization and not only your workouts, your nutrition, but overall lifestyle, helping you work out the kinks and crannies of your lifestyle, time management, what's holding you back truly, if it's motivation, if it's like really figuring out how your body operates, the science behind nutrition and exercise and why you're feeling the the way that you're feeling, there's always a reason. Looking into hiring someone who is going to give you that very personable, personable aspect of coaching. Um, 
and just somebody who is going to be by your side in your corner, rooting your own and making sure that you are making the progress that you want to see. Okay. So I hope this was beneficial for you guys. Follow the Positively Fit community on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Emmy Lou Fit, E-M-M-Y-L-E-W-F-I-T. All of us coaches are always here to help you and root you on. If you guys ever have any questions, please reach out to us. We would be more than happy to guide you through with any type of obstacles that you're personally facing. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Posley Fit Podcast. I am forever grateful for your constant support, love, and encouragement. You all mean more than you will ever know. Please let me know any topics you'd like to hear on the podcast. And if this episode resonated with you in any way, it would mean the world if you could share with your friends, family, and social media. If you haven't done so already, please take a second to rate review this podcast on iTunes where I can continue to bring you value. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week on the Posley Fit Podcast.